I mean, if we being real, Will Smith slapping Chris Rock, it's going to shelve a lot of trash ass movies that I didn't want to hear y'all talk about again. Okay, <laughs> if we being real, like I was thinking about that, I'm like, yo, Netflix, all these places, they keep naming like, oh, Will Smith, this movie has been shelved, this movie's getting pushed back. Half of the shit, I don't even know if it's real or not. For me, as a person who ain't really a big fan of his movies, I'm ecstatic. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're not getting another Bright Two. Thank God. Like, yo, if we gonna keep it a buck, all right. Bright, the first Bright was ass. Netflix do not need to give us a notification. They are not putting out Bright Two. That shit was horrible. When I say ass, it was horrible. Um, the fact that black folks was running around was like, no, actually, the people that are bright, they are us. And the people of color or the regular, you know, non-alien motherfuckers, they are the white folks. And this is how they treat. I was like, yo, stop smoking weed. A couple of y'all, I knew y'all was dipping and dabbling in some other shit. But I was like, please stop smoking weed. We did not need, and I swear I ain't going to cuss that much in this episode. We did not need another movie with aliens. First of all, we ain't need another movie. But we damn sure ain't need a movie with aliens to prove to us how white folks be treating black folks. I was like, y'all gots to be kidding me. And y'all thought that was a hit. I was like, yo, what is this? I watched Bright and I was just like. Yo, they really greenlit this, right? And then black folks, like, with people who came with me was like, yo, Will's a great actor, you know, he's better than Jamie Foxx bullshit. And then, you know, they'd be like, oh, look at Bright. Did you like Bright? And I'm like, no, I didn't need that. I If I never saw Bright, my life would have been great. Like, <laughs> and I wasted two hours, however long that dumbass movie was, and I was pissed the entire set. Um, All right, let's get this podcast started. I want to welcome everybody. Hand claps for the world, for the for the pot. Um, I did the gunshots because I realized a lot of y'all really like the gunshots in a podcast, and I appreciate that. Um, I want to thank y'all. Y'all showed up. Y'all showed out. Today is the day after my birthday, so y'all know when I'm recording this now. And this past week has been busy. Not a blur, but busy, and I'm grateful, and I'm super, super thankful, especially to our listeners, especially everybody that showed up to the live show, especially everybody that showed up to the art gallery. Um, I am grateful. I'm thankful. And shout out to everybody that hit me up and told me they couldn't make it, but they really want to be there. Um, Two things before we get started. Let's talk about RSVPs, right? If you can't be somewhere, do not. For here on out, let's let's make a pack together, whoever's listening. When you can't be somewhere, stop texting and calling people the day of to say, yo, I can't make it tonight. Like, yo, you knew before that day that you weren't coming. Like, we got to go ahead and kill that right now because it's like it's like this. All right. If I can't come to your event. If I cancel, what's the reason why I got to cancel and tell you, excuse me. I only tell you when I knew a while ago I wasn't coming. And I didn't want to tell you a few days before, but you know what I'm saying, and make you tight. So I'm telling you day up because if it's so important that it's something just came up that y'all might better make it, I just wouldn't tell you. I wouldn't have the time to say, oh, shit, Gavin is so important or this person is so important. Their event is so important. I got to let them know I'm coming, especially if you're just a regular guest. So like the fact that I had people texting me, it was like, oh, I won't be able to make it tonight. I was like, bro, you knew you weren't coming two days ago. Like we knew that. 
the biggest joke is when I got married and people was like texting the day of and was like, yo, I don't think I'd be able to make it. Or they was texting my wife. They wasn't really texting me because they knew what time it was. I had a rule. If I invited you to my wedding, you RSVP'd and you did not show, we have no reason to ever talk again. Like, it was just pointless to me. It was like, why would I ever talk to you again? For what? For what? Y'all going to learn to stop. Y'all going to learn to stop RSVP in the weddings, letting the bride and groom pay for everything. And then y'all just decide the day of, like, yo, I ain't got an outfit. I don't feel like it. I ain't in the mood. Like, whatever, bro. Sp- Never mind. Let me shut the fuck up. Um, But, yeah, the live event was amazing. Um, I'm super grateful for that. Um, A couple of folks let me know they couldn't come, and they had well great reasons. They told me that before the show, right? So um, I was super happy. Some people didn't tell me they was coming, and they showed up, which was even more amazing. Shout out to Hair Wraps and Lipsticks was there. Shout out to Sierra. I just want to shout you and Vivian out because I appreciate y'all. Shout out to Brittany and Victoria for being there. Uh, Quentin was in the room. C was in the room. Um, uh, Lana was in the room Macho was in the room Macho did try to hit me with the Yo, I go by Xavier Nah, bro, you Macho The whole room know you as Macho, so you Macho But that's my brother-in-law, so let it rock Um, Cordrell was in the room And big shout out um, My sister was in the room I'm always grateful for her She's super supportive Um, Ill I was in the room Shout out to him Mike was in the room But huge, huge shout out Um, Shout out to Jam Laws I'm trying to remember everybody that was in there um, and I'm forgetting people and I apologize for that. Uh, shout out to DJ. But huge shout out to my brother Jamar for pulling up, um, driving. Um, I don't know if he realizes how much I really do appreciate him being there just because um, he was there and he's super he's always super supportive. Um, I talk to this man every day and it's funny because people be like, oh, do you really talk to him? How often you talk to Jamar? And I'm like, every day, you know, we check in and it's always good to check in on your friends and see how they doing mentally, physically, and emotionally and spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, whatever. Yeah. All that. Um, but it was good to see him. Um, good for him to help me set up and do everything. Shout out. Um, also, um, so yeah, shout out. Thank you, Jamar. Love you. Um, and also shout out to Judah and Gabby just because uh, they listen every week. Yo, I swear I could put out like a 12 minute episode and they both DM me and be like, yo, listening. And I'm like, damn, if I would have saw that was 12 minutes, I would have skipped that shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, they are two important people to this podcast that I'm grateful for because sometimes I just be listening. I'm like, sometimes, excuse me, I want to go record or I don't want to go record. And I'm like, yo, let me do this because I know them and especially Henry going to hit me up and be like, yo, what the hell? Um, where's the episode and i'm grateful for that man um also i will be sending y'all a survey soon um and y'all see what it is i need y'all to we got to make this podcast better let me put it like that um i don't know if we was the first podcast but i want to believe we were the first live photography podcast ever like who went on i'm gonna say we went on tour just because it sound better but you know that um and i really want to see that grow i think that's something that could be dope for other people um so i'm super excited um also um before we hop off of this i do need to thank my co-host for today darnell um d nails aka dc whatever y'all call him i did an eye roll for his wife right there because she'd be like yo this nigga named Daniel." Anyway, shout out to Nails uh, and shout out to Chanel, you know what I'm saying? Because um, I called them, I, you know, as soon as I got the word that we could do this, um, they was the first two people I called, right? Um, and I was grateful 
because um, I didn't know if they would say yes. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know if they would have the time. Both of them are entrepreneurs. They work uh, money. Time is money. And I wasn't paying their ass. Right. And so the fact that they showed up and showed out, I was super grateful for that. Um, shout out to everybody that was on the live. Shout out to Teek on the live. I really wanted Tequila to be the fourth mic. Um, but, you know, she's on that entrepreneur journey. And like I said, time is money. And I wasn't paying her ass. So, uh, but super grateful there. If you did not check out the live, uh, please go check it out. Go listen. It's on YouTube. Actually, it's on um, anywhere you can listen to a podcast, Payton Exposure Podcast. If you listen to this, go back to the last episode. Um, but that day, we had an interesting topic. We t- tackled two things. First thing we tackled was how to create an experience. I mean, excuse me. Um, what ways do you stand out on a saturated market? And one thing I did not want to get lost in that was creating an experience for your clients. And I know we've talked about that multiple times on this podcast. And the reason why we keep talking about it, because it's super, super important. But um, we have fallen into a very, very saturated market. And I don't know if photographers, I know photographers see it and you don't really see it when you first jump in. Right. You do see it when you get your feet wet and you're doing it and you're looking for work. And then you see it even more when you try to go full time, like how saturated this market is. I just read an article that the iPhone 14 is going to have like 48 megapixels for those. um, That's not necessary for a phone. I'm sorry. Right. It's not necessary for a freaking phone. Um, And. There's a photographer right now who's listening who's like, well, the iPhone users don't affect, you know, iPhone don't affect my job as a photographer, which is true. It should not. Right. If you're creating creating an experience. Right. It should not affect you. But a lot of us ain't. Um, And I've seen and I'm not going to lie to you. I've seen people hire videographers for weddings and they show up with an iPhone and they get paid. Um, I've seen people show up to photo shoots with an iPhone and they got paid. I know a photographer right now. He has a kit camera, like a T6 with a kit lens. You know, he does do the booty photography. I'm going to call it what I, how I see it. Um, and I'm not going to call bro out because he gets paid, allegedly. And one of the things is he has an iPhone special where he'll only shoot on an iPhone. And I'll be like, yo, this is crazy. And I see chicks posting it, reposting it, booking him. And literally, I've seen him do behind the scenes with his camera, his D, his DSLR, um, like he had that set up recording him on an iPhone doing a photo shoot, literally. So there's opportunities for iPhone photographers. They're getting out of here. They're showing us this whole concept of, oh, you could shoot a movie on an iPhone. So f- for a lot of us, you think you're not competing with iPhone photography, but trust me, when you're not creating that um, experience for your your clients yeah there's gonna be an opportunity where somebody say yo how did you push this out like what did you, oh i shot this on my iphone really yeah you want me to come and take pictures i promise you i can create these results look at this photo shoot i did all shot on my iphone it's gonna take one person being known as an iphone photographer getting famous and popular and then the photography really gonna be fucked up but that's another subject which we will be getting into this episode but um but to go back i'm looking at it and we do need to start creating experiences and stop overselling the experiences of a lot of our personalities ain't lining up with the experiences we're trying to sell and a lot of people ain't buying it. 
that took a lot out of me to say because I be watching a lot of shit and I feel bad for a lot of folks. Um, some of us are selling experiences and the world knows that that ain't our personality, right? Um, I was in a photography group last week and it, it was embarrassing to see a, a group, a gang of photographers in there talking about, oh, I got to create reels today. I got to create con- this content today. And everybody in there was just talking about how they was exhausted of creating reels. And I'm like, damn, I follow y'all in real life. And this ain't even y'all personality. Like, you're not that cool. You're not that funny. You don't make people that comfortable. But I'm seeing people like cringe at themselves trying to make content so they can stay in Instagram. Great graces, a good graces. So um, go. I, I, I put it like this. Find something that's natural for you and create that experience for people. And some of that ain't. Oh, I need to create an experience. And, you know, when you walk in, I got to be bubbly over the moon, over the top. I got to give you 30 outfits. I got to have me a makeup and hair artist here. I got to have, you know, I'm saying a monkey on a ball running around here. No, some of that might be under selling over delivering. Some of that might be the way their gallery is presented. Some of it might be, yo, the ambiance when they come into the studio session. Um, I know a makeup artist right now. Shout out to Bear Beauty Experience. Every time, no matter where she does your makeup at, she gets there 20 minutes early and she sets up branding material. So you would think like, oh, this is her space. So no matter where, when you go in there, if you're taking selfies, her merch, I mean, not her merch, but her marketing materials would be in the background of all your pictures. And they're strategically placed for that. That is creating an experience. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know a couple of photographers that give gifts to everybody they do an engagement shoot with because they think it encourages them to get their wedding. I'm not saying doing it, but it's a smart idea. You know what I'm saying? So think of it like that. Um, I did not want that to get lost in that. And then also Forbes did uh, release that. How can you stand out in the saturated market? So check the Facebook group because we're going to post that in there. Um, and going back, going back to the conversation of personalities. A lot of y'all, I am tired, and I wonder if I'm the only one. It's low-key exhausting watching people that are not photographers sell their services to photographers, but they're acting like they're photographers. I don't know if that makes sense, so I'm going to say it one more time. It's annoying watching somebody who poses as a photographer to sell their real services, and then I'm like, why are you here? And I'm really just talking about one person. And Henry know who I'm talking about because that shit annoying. Um, I didn't watch sis sit up here and, you know, now I'm a mentor, a photography mentor. And I'm like, yo, where are your pictures at? You claim you're a photography mentor. You're going to tell people how to accelerate and um, accelerate their business and how to excel in their business. And you have all of these things that we can do to kill, kill it in photography. And you're like, oh, you know, I'm a I'm a pro photographer. I shoot with Nikon, well, whoever you say you shoot with. And then I'm like, oh, what a work at? Because all I see is that you selling me your mentorships and I am done following up behind photographers or photography mentors. Who I don't see your work. Like, I'm done with that shit. That shit to me is the corniest thing ever. And then every time and I know it's corny because every time I look up, you're trying to sell me that. You're relatable. You're not. You know what I'm saying? Sis, you're not. And 
people that's falling up behind you are trying to show that they are relatable and they not. That shit is annoying. This is a rant podcast, by the way. Um, you got to be yourself in this business. And it's sad watching photographers struggle with being themselves. Um, there's a young lady right now. Me and her just started back following each other. Oh, by the way, if you see me follow, unfollow and follow you right back, that's because I don't see you in my feed. And I figured that if I unfollow you, follow you right back and start liking your st stuff, you'll start back showing up in my feed. That's the only reason why I do that. Because um, it seems to be the only thing that works for me. But it's a girl who I know right now. And we just I just started back following her while well, I followed her yesterday and followed her back. And, yo, she hates social media. She has children. Uh, she lives in the middle of nowhere. I think she lives in Mooresville, if I'm not mistaken. So she lives like way up there in Mooresville, North Carolina. It's a small town. Um, which is growing, but whatever. That's not the point. Um, but anyway, she hates social media. She hates being in spotlight. The girl stay booked. She stays busy. She making a ton of money. Why? Because she's herself all the time. Yo, I'm quiet. I'm to myself. I don't need to be in the spotlight, but I do great work, provide great service. And my customer service is good. You can you can kill it in this business doing that. Uh, my a person who I look up to as a photography mentor, bruh, hates social media. Literally, I'll be forcing him to post or I'll be encouraging him to post. He hates it. He is the hardest working person I know. Literally, I'll be I'll be coming into his studio. He'd be ducking out to go do three more shoots to come back to be uh, by the time I get done. Like, it's, it's just like. Yo, and I don't know where this rant was supposed to go. Oh, it was supposed to go about with mentors because um, a lot of y'all. Let me get back to that before I start cussing folks out i'm just looking back at these mentors some of these mentors and i'm just like mm, i don't believe you and if you really here to sell me about business or as a business coach why don't i just go find a person who's actually a business coach who really does that and not trying to pose right if you're selling me about how my photography could be better at marketing why won't i just follow up on that person who's a marketer right it's just a thought. That's just what I be thinking. Um, do I got any news we need to do? Hell, I don't know. We'll get to that at the end. And the last thing, I want to know. I was thinking about this on a car on the way here today. Like, do people feel like. Oh, I was supposed to talk about ultimatum. Ultimatum. We'll get to that. Also, do people feel like retouching and mirrorless cameras kill photography going back to the iphone idea i personally do um not them separately look i understand there's a need for mirrorless cameras i would not go back i would not never unless like the only the next camera i'm getting is going to be another mirrorless camera unless like unless i get my hands on the 1d which is not hard to do and i really just hold it and be like all right this is this is life but I'm never going back. So I believe getting a mirror. I believe mirrorless. I know it's the future. I know they're pushing it. Shout out to Biggs. Uh, my homeboy was in Biggs and he was like, Biggs was trying to get him to get RF lenses. Um, speaking of which, it was a white girl in one of these groups. Her race has nothing to do with this. Well, it kind of do. It made me feel a type, certain type of way. But she had, I made her ass delete that damn comment. She wrote some shit in uh, one of these photographer mentor groups. Shorty had like $8,000 worth of camera gear. 
and was like, oh, my gosh, do anybody ever feel like this? And she listed out what she had and listed what she was about to purchase. It was all in her cart. And she was like, oh, my gosh, it's 12 grand. But I just feel like I just need it all. Shorty was literally swapping out like she had like a 35, 85, 100 milligram. Like she had lenses that was why do you have them? Like why? You know, she was swapping them out. So 35, 85, 100 and something else. And then she wanted to swap it out, not even swap it out. She wanted to add in like a 24 to 170, a 24 to 105, a 50, um, and then a 200. I was like, yo, for what? Like, and I knew what it was. It was just you wanted somebody else to feel like to pump you up and be like, yeah, we both are getting this shit. Like, and I was just I was like, no, nobody has, you know, eight, nine thousand dollars worth of gear. And it's running around to go purchase 12 grand, not at the end of a pandemic or in the middle of a pandemic, not during tax season. Like, sis, shut the fuck up. That's what I really want to say to her. But I let that rock. Anyway, back to my original rant. Do I feel like I personally feel like retouching and mirrorless has saturated our market? That's what I'm getting at. Um, Yo. Let me tell you all this. More people are getting into the photography game and they are using strictly retouching and they found a shortcut through the mirrorless cameras. Be careful, be mindful, pay attention. And I'm not saying that um, you could do something about it. But what I'm saying is you got to make sure you set yourself aside from that because I'm paying attention and I'm watching. Y'all, I know a makeup artist who just became a photographer like two weeks ago, two months ago, excuse me. And her thing was she had a little cheap mirrorless camera. She figured out how to work that live view, that dial. You know what I'm saying? And makeup is a shortcut for her. And now she sells photography services. Shorty. And then, you know, what's so funny is Shorty be using a ring light like, oh, I'm trying to get my flash to work. She doesn't understand that her ring light isn't a flash. If you knew, you knew that shit. That's how bad this shit is. Right. But she has that. And then she sends all her work off to be retouched. And but they just throw a soft blur on skin smooth and they send it back to her. Um, You're going to start seeing more and more people due to retouching, hopping on and due to retouching and this mirrorless camera. You're going to see a lot more people saturating the photography market and they don't give a shit about photography. And which makes me laugh about all this, because I remember when I got in photography, I remember all the people who was like, oh, what kind of camera you got? And I had a 7D, um, the first one. Right. And I didn't know how to use it to save my life. And I remember all like the film camera, the film photographers looking at me, with their nose tooted up like. Ugh. And so but now I'm looking at I sound like the old ass dude um, at the corner store like, oh. You got a mirrorless camera, even though I got a mirrorless camera, but that's not the point. But the point is, is like you got to start setting yourself apart because they are finding the shortcut. The shortcut nowadays is get you a mirrorless camera. It doesn't matter about the ISO. Your everybody's going to put that aperture like 2.8 um, and you get it perfect enough. This shit has eye detection on it. So that's going to be a killer. So, you know, it's going to be focused enough. You go on Fiverr, you find your retoucher, pay five dollars. And guess what? Now I can pulls off that i am a photographer be careful and that's who you that's who we fighting with right now for business and i know people right now like oh i don't be fighting people for business you you don't realize that you are stop you know humble yourself not even humble yourself that sounds fucked up but yeah humble your ass um and realize that you are out there fighting people for that business because 
Um, just know you out there fighting with yourself, fighting with other folks. And it's funny. I'm trying to figure out what it's comparable to. Um, hell, we even got videographers who can't get enough business in videography. So they're now suddenly photographers and they don't care because they really have a deep love for photography. I mean, excuse me, for videography. So whenever they get a gig, they're always going to take the videography gig. But for them to make ends meet or to cross over to the next edge, they're just like, oh, OK, yeah, I could take your pictures because to them it's color grading is the most important thing to in their eye when they transfer over so they're like oh yeah yeah if i get the lighting right i can color grade it correctly and they have a cinematic feel so they can hit certain details that photographers just don't look for so keep that in mind anyway um big news coming soon damn who called me with a voicemail um i'm super excited to announce the no more pie studio is closing Sorry, somebody's like, damn, bro. Um, f- the big news is no more pie studios is closing. The podcast studio is officially done. This is the last episode I'm recording here, and this is episode two one twenty one. Um, we have a new location that we will be in next week. Um, so please be on the lookout for it. Um, I'm excited to share this space with everyone. Um, please keep May twenty eighth. I think that's a Sunday. It should be a Sunday, a Sunday brunch. Excuse me. May 29th, um, Sunday brunch. Um, it, we're not giving you food, so don't think you come in here hungry. But you should come there to have a little glass of champagne. On the 29th, um, probably around 2 p.m., um, the grand opening for the new podcast space is there. Um, I would love for every photographer, podcaster to come out. So spread the word. Um, RSVP link will be sent out to that. Um, but, yes, please be on the lookout for that, man. And, I can't wait. Um, if you're in Charlotte and you're looking for a new podcast or a little little space to take some pictures, please let me know. Um, and I hook you. We'll link you up with that. Anyway, um, with that, man, I want to thank y'all for listening. Push your T albums out right now. Hear me clearly. If y'all niggas fear me, just say y'all fear me. Listen to this. These drug dealer rollies is my TikTok and Trilla. Insecure bitches get lip fillers. I so bad want to post that on my story, but I know one person who's going to fucking lose it when they hear that line. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to holler at y'all. Love y'all, man. I promise you, I love y'all. Never been caught, so what's the shiggy dance for a brick nigga? Extracurricular, art buyer, 812, Rari driver. Spent six just to make the roof Harry Potter. Kilogram Kickstarter, push a brick harder. Left my elbow in the pot, a la Vince Carter. Compared